Eagle Nation. You're listening to Gotta Talk, a podcast dedicated to all things Georgia Southern football. Now, here's your hosts, Matt Monty and Cody Anderson. All right, Cody, so the cardiac eagle strike again. It was the sixth game this season decided by one score. And, the, you know, the, the good news, I guess, is that we are 5-1 and one in those games. And the, the one loss we had against Louisiana, two-point loss. This one opposite against Texas State, two-point win, 40-38. to 38. Another squeaker. Um, you know, offense doing its part for sure. Uh, you know, most points, um, I, well, I guess second most points we've scored this year outside of UMass. Um, but certainly most points we scored against a conference opponent, and uh, but we needed you know every bit of it, and it's uh, you know the defense and especially in the second half uh, had you know lapses at times in the secondary and it, uh, again it, it was kind of just a frustrating game. We were were six and two overall, four and two in the conference, um, but uh, you know we we keep repeating ourselves here where it's where it's just you know it's, it's never ending of just like the struggles of like and and i just i don't really know uh what to say i mean yes i'm obviously happy we won but um again it just too close for comfort matt matt 40 is greater than 38 it's all good a w is a w that's man. right that's it yeah <laughs> It no, is well. I know. It is well. It, it is well. No, I no. You're right. It's it's, and I as we break this game down more, it it was very frustrating in in one sense. I think for being a, a, a Eagles fan, but in the other sense, this was a really entertaining game to watch, um, in terms of the turnovers, in terms of the scoring, in terms of just kind of like the dramatics of the game, the ebb and flows, the up and downs. It was, it was a wildly, wildly entertaining football game overall. With that being said, though, from a our point of view as as diehard Eagle fans, this just seemed to be nerve wracking in the sense of you had the opportunity to really blow this team out. But every time you had the chance to do it, you never took advantage of it, and you just let them hang around the football game, just because it seemed like yeah. you never could put that really that that choke them out. Like I think you put tweeted it out that choke them out mentality. Like where did it go? Because you had ample opportunities, especially in that first half, to really demonstrate that and put this game away. Yeah, you you let teams hang around, and yeah, I mean if you're if you're like. <laughs> A Hollywood exec, if you're, you know, work at ESPN, <laughs> if you're, if you're a bowl committee, I mean, yeah, you're, you're going to hire us, right? Because we, we have a, we uh, like our theme right now, you know, in 2020 is, is uh, f- for the dramatics, you know, it's, I mean, we, yeah, we play close games, a good run for right. his money. We, we are, I mean, you know, it, it doesn't matter who you play, whether it's, you know, a, a, a top 25 team in Louisiana or even coastal for most of that game. Right. Um, or yeah. a ULM or a Texas state. It doesn't matter who you, uh, who we play. It's, it's going to go down on the wire. It's going to be close. You know, the, the only outlier there is going to be a, a UMass, you know? And it's, uh, so it's, it's, I mean, yeah, if, if you're, if you're an outsider looking in, if you're third party, 
super entertaining. But for the diehard fans, it's frustrating because you see, you know, I mentioned last week about like luck, you know, and, and, and you see opportunities where we just kind of get lucky at times. And you saw that tonight with the pass interference or the uh, roughing the passer um, call, which, you know, both, I think uh, chatting before this, you and I agree probably wasn't a roughing the passer, but we get a break there. And, and those breaks haven't always come to us in the past. You know, a lot of times we're on the wrong future. They're not guaranteed in the future. A lot of times we're on the wrong end uh, end of them um, in, in, in past years, but uh, you know, it, it seems like, you know, obviously we've had bad calls against us, you know, in uh, this season. But for the most part, I think in crucial moments, it's been in our favor. And, yeah, th- those things aren't guaranteed. Luck eventually will run out. And and I think, you know, I'm, I'm not just putting this on the offense or just putting us on defense, but just the team collectively – we talk about consistency, you know, like that, that seems yeah. to be like the theme this year and consistency just isn't there. It's just not, whether it's defense, whether it's offense, um, special you know, teams. scoring points, special teams is a big thing. And I think we need to talk about that. We talked about like the kicking game last week of, of how like we were solid in that there and no one needs to panic. And, and for the most part that won us the game, but, beyond the kicking game special teams almost lost us the game with field position with uh obviously the uh, letting them tie it there um early on seven seven with the kickoff return there's just multiple factors where we seem to again play down to our opponent and all three levels don't seem to be clicking on all cylinders at all times. And and I know that's a big ask, but it's 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 off. It's just it's just off. Yeah, it's like we it's like we play their competition. If they're good, we play up. If they're down, we play down. Um yeah, I mean you you look at the way this game started, man. You get the you get the botch punt attempt. We get it at the seven, whatever yard line it was, we punch it in almost immediately, two plays. And then they take it back for the touchdown on the kickoff, and you're thinking to yourself, "What and what is going on here?" And then we come back and we get the other touchdown. We go up fourteen seven, then it's interception, and then okay, the next three possessions for Texas State are all interceptions. Yeah, and we only get six points out of that, and in the middle of that is a fumble. So it's uh, I don't know it. You have. A team gives you three extra opportunities to score on them, and you only get six points. That to me is very frustrating. Very and, and frustrating. You, and you that's, saw that's that what a lot. I was yeah. talking about. Yeah, that's what I was talking about earlier. When that's the opportunity to put the game away. Right. You're up fourteen-seven. It's interception, interception, interception. You know, if we get twenty-one points there, that game's over with. It's easy, done, done. Okay, and then you can put yeah. in, you know whatever maybe get another score before half then you can put in Tomlin you can put in White you can put in whoever you want to on offense defense don't matter and let some people who don't typically play play and get them some game reps but we don't and we let them get this opportunity to stay in the football game and what you know it before the half even gets here they're winning for a few minutes 21 20 right. and it's just like what Letting them hang happen? around. Yeah, letting them hang around. I mean, you look, I mean, we, we we complain about the field goals and like yes, we've we were we were good today on that and 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 think 
Thank God. But field because goals don't win lost. you games. But they, they can't win you games consistently, especially against good opponents. And, and you know, you, you have, you have like, in the fourth quarter, you know, a 10-play drive um, for 76 yards takes almost six minutes off the clock, kick a field goal. And then, you know, uh, to, to start the uh, second half, receive the ball, right, 14 plays, 53 yards, almost eight minutes off the clock, kick a field goal. That that can't happen, you know, and and, and I'll give it to Lunsford of, of you know, having guts to, to go for it on fourth down there because I, I did. I tweeted out, you know, we're, we're going to kick another field goal here, aren't we? We're going to have another field goal attempt. And he actually – he he went for it, and we Good get thing. the first down. Good thing. We get the first down. Wurtz punch, punches it in. We get the touchdown. And, and yeah, because, I mean, obviously that would have been the difference in the game. And so, so like, it, it's, field goals aren't going to win it for you. Yes, they, they add to the score. They help you out. And, and in clutch moments, you know, they're, they're, they're crucial. But it's just we, – we, we can't rely on it. And I get it. We scored 40 points. And, I like, I, <laughs> I've thought about it. I mean, I, I know, like, we've been this, like – dark storm cloud recently of like of, yeah. of negativity of being like oh well they're never going to be happy this is just... but again we're we're think we're always trying to think 12 steps ahead we're always trying to think long term of like where this team can be and the thing is is like if we're only a team that can beat texas state by two points or ulm by four or five points whatever it was then that's fine. But the thing is, is we're clearly not because we almost beat Louisiana. We should have, you know, that, that game against Coastal should have been closer. Yes, it was a 14 point loss, but we hung with them. Yeah. Their backup quarterback was in, you know, we, we can, we, we can, had moments. We had, we, we had moments with that game. We, again, we're Jekyll and Hyde. We played up or down to our opponent. So that, that's why Cody and I are frustrated, right? Because yes, we're six and two, but, it, we we've we've got to we've got to blow these type of teams out. We got to blow the ULMs and the Texas States out. We just have to. Yeah. And like you know when and and the thing is is like against like the App States and stuff. Like you'd hope that you're up for that game and you play your best. And who knows what will happen? FAU, who knows? And like Army, we'll see. You know, coming up this week. But then like a Georgia State, like yeah, it's a rivalry game. But like. Georgia State can beat you, you know that. I mean, they they almost beat App State, mm-hmm. and you know, so 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 teams like that where it's kind of like somewhere in the middle in that gray area, you can lose. And we and we and we called it against Texas State. You know, we 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 said, look, if if we don't play our best, like if we don't, or if we're not clicking our all cylinders, we're gonna get beat. And we weren't clicking all cylinders, and we didn't get beat. But we almost did, and, almost. and and it's just you know I mean and 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 again like you take a you take out that uh, pass interference or the I keep calling it pass interference the the uh, quarterback uh, roughing call roughing the passer roughing the go. passer thank you <laughs> it is late we're recording this at one a.m. by the way on Saturday night <laughs> um, so if uh, you take out that roughing the passer call. And the game probably changes. I mean, the way the defense was playing at that point, you know, it seems like we well, weren't being as aggressive. There's several things that you yeah. can look at in this game with the way that it turned out. You can say, well, if this would have changed, then the ap- uh, the outcome would have been different. I mean, that's one. You look at, I mean, really, th- th- this 
this entire game is just I don't know. It it was one of the it was one of the strangest, most entertaining football games I ever had a chance to watch. But, but it was Georgia time, Southern football in twenty twenty. It was yeah, a perfect it, example yeah, it of our season. It was. It wasn't just like oh, this was just we just had a bad game. It was. It was literally this is us. Like this is just us. This is this is Georgia Southern football in twenty twenty. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's. Oh man, I it mean, is frustrating, and my heart can't take it. And I mean, you know, like I, I, I and I think both of us knew that it was going to kind of be like this, right? That that it was going to be a, a, a close game. And and again, I give it to the offense. You score forty points. Again, well, see, gotta turn those I mean, those field goals. Yeah, you you get you get ample you get ample opportunities, right, to to score more points. And I think that's the big thing is like after having you know the first three uh, first three drives and two of those uh, three drives start within the twenty yard line, um, you come away with seventeen points. Like it's, <sighs> but see, you should have had twenty one because. That yeah, last no, one, I that know. first interception, you were there at the 12, 13-yard line. Yes. I, you know, and I, I I, don't think this is the mindset. I think it just comes across this way at times on offense that they almost like they're okay with selling for field goals. Like when we were up 14-7 and we get this inter, that Cody, interception. Cody, I don't, I don't know if that's not the mindset. I'll be honest with you. I, I really okay. don't. I think, I think there are times where – I mean, and again, I'm not, I'm not putting this on Lunsford. I'm not putting it, but like, it could be Bob DeBess. It could be. And then then you question like, well, when does Lunsford step in and say, no, I'm not, I'm not content with that. Right. Which maybe he did on that fourth down, you know, deciding to go for it on fourth down. But I, I think there are times where it's pretty clear that we are settling for a field. Yeah. We're I mean, playing for a field. You just look at that drive series, right? And you had Green up the middle, didn't get anything. Okay, that's fine. Have no problem with that. Shy runs for like three yards. Okay, it's third and seven. Let's have a good third and seven play. Let's get it fourth and short. You know, let's do something. And we do the pass play. You know, it's it's a pass play I think we've done now for the last three, four, five straight games. Any team playing us now the rest of the season, I guarantee you is prepped for it. It's not going to come as a surprise. It's a little fake handoff, a little bootleg, and then you throw it back across the field, whether it's to Kennedy or to a tight end. The thing that's well scouted by now. And it blew up, and we got sacked. And yeah. you're just like, you know, let's it's third and seven. Let's keep with something that is tried and true, either option or pitch out or something or you have a better pass play than that that gets you close to the fourth down. Like like something that is quick strike, boom. All right, either curl route, go markers, turn around, catch it, or flat or something that either gets you close to the marker, gets you the first down, or puts you in a fourth and short in which, you know what, it's fourth and short on our five-yard line or whatever the, the yard to gain was, and let's go for it. That's a good point. It, it, it seems know. like it seems like it's all or nothing, right? When you when you get in those like yeah. third and long situations where it's like, all right, we've got the deep threat, and and Wirtz is just going to stare down Darion Anderson or stare down Wesley Kennedy or whatever. This is one option, and that's it. And again, you have to question: is, is that the play call? Is that Wirtz? Is a combination of both? 
We don't know, but like it's it, you know it's it, it's so frustrating because you're right. I mean, you, you you see these teams, whether it's in Alabama or whether it's like an Austin PA, and and they 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 they, they seem to have those go-to plays, right? They do. They seem to have those like go-to. All right, we're in this situation, third and seven. This is what we're running, or or we're gonna have like this kind of option on you know so. And and we just don't seem to have that. We just we no, we seem to kind of go I into just, panic mode. That to me that you know if we go up twenty one seven there, and then we get the interception on the next possession like we did, then I think it, we put the game away. Now of course we fumbled the ball. Yeah, which which was frustrating, well, which we can get into. But yeah, it, it's you know. Is it's these moments in which you have the opportunity to really put a team away. I mean, really put them. Even then, even if it's seventeen seven, we get the second interception, and now we have a chance to go up twenty four seven. But nope, we we fumble it away. The offense shot themselves in the foot several times, and again, it, I, yeah, I, I, like yes, we scored forty points, but it it it's frustrating because the defense, especially in the first half, and and special teams for that matter, and 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 really just Texas State being Texas State and, and making mistakes. Um, you know, gave like gave us ample opportunities to blow them out to just get to get an insurmountable. They, they did, especially well in the first half. For the least. first half, no, for well, the first half, I th- I think I think and we I think we need to get into this. I mean, the the secondary looked lost at times in the second half. We stopped being aggressive. It seemed like in the second half. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Let's, you know, we'll, we'll pick that up in yeah. a second. But with with the offense, again, ample opportunities to put up more points than we did, especially early on. And, yeah, I mean, you, you, you look at the, the fumble, which was, you know, on words. It was a bad read. It was a bad pitch. And then you have I don't know, hit him in the hands, right? Mm, if you hit it in the hands, it was kind of behind him though. It was behind okay. him. And then and then you have the interception, which was just bad. I mean, it, it was just bad. I mean, there, there there's no other way to say it. I mean, it you know, guy was wide open, he underthrew him. It seemed like that was his only read that he was just eyeing him down and and just underthrew him. You know, I mean it, we were six for nine nice. passing, fifty one yards with the interception. It was it was not a good passing day. I know you know he became the uh, Sunbelt Conference all time uh, leading rusher for quarterbacks, which is great. But and 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 you know led us in uh, rushing with uh, twenty one carries, hundred twenty yards, average of you know five point seven. It, it was it was a shy work show in this game from. A rushing standpoint, it seemed like that was our only offense. Was was well, shy Logan Wright run. did pretty good. Logan, Logan, Wright, Logan really good. Wright did. Logan Wright ran really well. Uh, yeah, uh, 103 yards, 14 carries. You kind of question, kind of like Wesley Kennedy. Wesley Kennedy only gets 14 carries. Um, he was, I'm, I'm guessing here because I know, uh, like, it, I, I think he got at least five or six just in the second half. So I think he was under 10 carries in the first half, which I think you got to get him more. We both agreed you got to get him, uh, especially now uh, with JD King out for the season. Got to get him at least 15 carries a game. Um, you see how explosive he is when you know he has the ball in his hands. 
he gets 14 total carries, 79 yards. Um, Kennedy does, but again, uh, uh, probably easily under 10 carries in, in the first half. Logan Wright, 14 carries, 103 yards, 7.4 yards a carry. You know, I mean, you you get him the ball. You know, feed the hot hand, and again, it's I that. I feel like every time he touched the ball, Matt Stewart on ESPN was saying, "Logan Wright six yards, Logan Wright six yards." Like I feel like every every yeah <laughs> handoff he had was like for six yards. It was kind of I mean, like JD King too, where where like he's taking it up the middle and he's just getting it. It's just consistent, consistent. But we we weren't going to him enough, and and again, like. I mean, shy leading the team, it's it's kind of one of those situations where you see with option teams, like, okay, your quarterback, sometimes when your quarterback is your leading rusher, you're not going to win games, you know? And, and like, when, when that's kind of your only offense or when, you know, maybe he should make that pitch or make that handoff or throw the ball, you know, like, it. I'm not – I don't know. I'm not going to – hold on. I I don't think we. Sh- I don't think it's fair to sit there and criticize the the Russian aspect of today's football game. Now, in regards to Shywarch, because that that was he he ran the ball pretty well. He he now, did make, he did, but I'm wanna, talking about but, versatility. But, I'm talking about versatility of the offense. It seemed like I mean, yes, Logan Wright had over 100 yards, but it it seemed like to me it was kind of all or nothing. Shy. It was like the Shywarch show, and. And and that's that's not a slight on him. I mean, I think I think he was I guess taking what the defense gave him, but it's that's not sustainable. Again, I don't know. We ran for three hundred eighty six yards. I think that I mean that's 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 pretty good. That's pretty good. It is. No, it is. I think you're, here. Here's the thing. I think that you're mad more along the lines of the fumble and the interception. You think well, if you take those two things away, then it's not even nowhere close. Right. And I get that. And it's, and I, get, I mean, that's that's the frustrating aspect of it. But I don't think that those two things need to be completely overshadowing the rest of the seventy something plays that they were on the field for that that he did do really really well with, right? I mean, because yeah, two mistakes. But again, outside of those two mistakes, really good offensive performance. Outside of just not finishing in the end zone, which. We don't think is really on him so much as it it's is not. It's either not. scheme, yeah, that's not on or, him. or or design or whatever it is. You and I, I think we've kind of beat this over the drum, and I don't think we really. I mean, maybe we have. I can't really remember now, but it feels like if you're gonna, if you need to, two things that we need to really correct when it comes to our offense is one, red zone efficiency, and ensuring that we really extra score touchdowns, and explosive plays. You know, yeah. our red zone. I mean, we had a, a red zone. I mean, we're selling for field goals. We have to. I mean, it's great that he went four for four today. Fantastic. That's great. It seems like he's building confidence, and it seems like we got another really good field goal kicker in, in our midst. I but agree. And and yeah, he, I would he, rather he him be two for reps. two with he those need, other right. two for being a touchdown. Exactly. He needs those reps. He needs uh, those situations, right. And, and, and we talked about it last week, we ended the show talking about the kicking game of how we're fine from that aspect of special teams. And I still think we're fine. You know, young way and Tyler Bass weren't built overnight, right? Those weren't household names to begin. Like they, they started somewhere. So, I mean, this kid's off to a good, you know, a good start. Yeah, and he is, yeah, yeah, he really is, and so I mean, he, he just has to build up his strength. He's a young kid, leg. but build up his strength, build up his confidence. You know, we know that with kickers, and 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 that's the thing. So, like, I I think he's off to a really good start, honestly. 
um, and look forward to what he has in store for the future. Um, but you know, I, I think let, let's take this tangent here of, of, of special teams. You know, it, it was bad. It, it, it was bad in this game. Um, kickoffs were bad. Kickoff coverage was bad. You know, some punts and punt coverage was bad. Like it, it like special teams wasn't good where normally that is kind of the, the consistent, you know, solidity that we have, um, you know, of the three phases a lot of times. And it, it, it set us up with bad field position, obviously gave them their first score. Um, special teams just wasn't very good tonight. Yeah. I, so I was thinking about this throughout the game. Well, after that kickoff return and, and then afterwards, we got really spoiled with with Bass kicking it through the end yeah. zone. I, I, mean, I mentioned that. I mentioned that last week, right? Is is that that that's one of those things that people don't think yeah. about? They always point towards field goals. They always point towards, you know, well, what's his field goal percentage? What's his PAT percentage? But the his ability to nail them in the back of the end zone is invaluable. It really is. Yeah. So you know, I mean. They get the touchdown, you know. To me, that isn't, I don't know, that's going to happen from time to time. It even happened last year against Arkansas State and that 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 weird game that we had with them as well. I, to me, of all things that happened in this game, the kickoff return for a touchdown to me is kind of the least worrisome. If you're really looking at it, I'm more worried about our inability to put a team away early when we had the chance to. Right. I'm worried about why did our defense kind of get away from their aggressive mentality Yeah, in the sense of, of quarterback pursuit and putting pressure on the quarterback and making him uncomfortable that I felt like had been a really big success the last two, three, four weeks of our season. Um, and let McBride kind of have his have his time in the pocket and his ability to kind of scramble a little bit to, to find open receivers. Um, because he was, I mean, he was pretty much on point. He was pretty good. Oh yeah, no, no. Receivers. I mean, honestly, Tyler Vitt going out of the game, and that that's what's interesting here, right? Is 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 Brady McBride was kind of their starter, you know, uh, coming into the season. It was a quarterback battle, but he he got most of the starts. Tyler Vitt came in and in kind of relief because McBride was throwing too many interceptions. Um, Vitt comes in, you know, he's 12 for 18, 114 yards, touchdown, two interceptions. He hits that touchdown, then comes out of the game with a hand injury, um, which apparently he kind of sustained even before that, right? And then McBride comes in and is better. <laughs> seven, seven for 13, 155 yards, QBR of uh, 89.5, um, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Hits us deep, you know, several times, and just looks super confident in the pocket. And but it it, yeah, it, it, it seemed like once he came in, we didn't we didn't approach him the same way defensively as we did Tyler Vitt. And that's that's what's yeah. that's what's interesting to me is that you know we like I, I loved how our defense played to start the game. Um, we were just, we were blitzing heavy and we said it, we said, look, these guys, they're not super athletic guys. You know, they're neither one of them are going to put up a ton of like rushing yards and stuff on you. Um, but they will pick you apart if you give them time. And we, we, we played Tyler Vitt very well of, of, of just being in his face every, I mean, uh, contested throws 
every play it, it seemed like or or you know get them to to scramble out of the pocket you know, let me ask you this yeah. do you think those two deep passes kind of that first half that got them the touchdowns kind of were maybe changed the philosophy to be like all right let's let's kind of do more of our zone where we keep try to keep everything in front of us no, it shouldn't if, if, if that's i mean possibly but if that's the case that's terrible because it was obviously work like yes if, if if you're like if you're sending a bunch of guys you know eventually you might get burned but to me it was it was working so so you you keep going with it and i i don't know i mean I, I I you you could tell the front seven let up in the second half. You just I could. wouldn't say let up, but I could uh, aggressiveness. Me, like, didn't, like like yeah, the yeah, play yeah. the play calling let up. Not 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 yeah. Like yeah, it was not, it was usually yeah. just it was usually just three three rushers, four rushers maybe. Right. You know the last couple yeah not effort not weeks, not effort yeah. but 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 yeah, play yeah, calls yeah, yeah. yeah play calls yeah the last couple of weeks few weeks it seemed like the the play calling had like a fifth guy or a sixth guy coming almost like out of nowhere. You didn't really know. It was it was really fun to watch. If you go go back on YouTube on on Clack's channel and and really kind of watch defense the last couple of weeks, the way that they kind of designed who the extra rusher was and where it was coming from, it was really fun to watch because you're just sitting there watching those front seven guys. You're like, all right, who's gonna do? Who's gonna who's gonna, who's gonna come? And I, they were getting tremendous pressure or at least making the offensive line work really really hard and expending a lot of energy yeah. and the quarterbacks felt it I mean you look at the the kid from Troy last week um he was visibly frustrated if you looked at some of those the how the camera would follow him off to the sidelines at the end of a drive he was visibly frustrated um with with what our defense was doing and and his ability to not be able to really feel comfortable and throw the football. But, yeah, I feel like in the second half, they kind of just, like, called the dogs back a little bit and said, all right, let's just rush three, drop eight, and then... But why? Why know, would you do that? I don't know. When it was working. That, that, I don't know. I, th- I think that's what's frustrating for fans is because, like, it, it clearly was working. And then, and then again, I mean, I know it wasn't, like, an immediate, like, Brady McBride comes in and, and it changes. But, I mean, he you know, he, he did hit that big you know, pass reception on his second, you know, drive in, um, you know, so like they saw something and then I don't know, it, it seemed like we played them differently after that. And I, I just, I don't get it because I, I, yes, they're two different quarterbacks, but I guarantee you, if you get more pressure on Brady McBride, you will see a similar result. I mean, I, I, I think I think this game's more lopsided if you send more guys after him and, and you give him more of a pass rush. You know, I, yeah. I, I really do. And so so that, that decision-making... Well, let's just yeah. put it this way. He really came in at the end of the first half, but really kind of... I mean, he played the second half. They had three they had three drives all of the second half. Touchdown, field goal, touchdown. I mean, he they played well. No, he he did. I'm not taking anything away from him, but like, but that's but I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, I think, yeah, kind of getting to your point of us kind of playing back, yeah, on our heels a little bit. We did is is 
allowed them to have exactly scored on all exactly. three of their drives. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. like it, I'm I'm taking nothing away from McBride. He played well. He played better than Tyler Vitt, Obviously, you look at the stat line and see that. You can watch the film and see that. But our defense helped that. They they did. They helped that because of the way they played, the coverages they did, the the lack of aggressiveness. I mean that that did play a factor. It it absolutely did. And you know, so that is concerning. I mean, we hyped up the defense. I'm not I'm not bashing the defense by any stretch. Like you know, they they have kept us in all these games. They've been the you know the the biggest part of the six and two record, right? But tonight, especially in the second half, I think um, they uh, there there were times, especially with the secondary, that it it just wasn't you know on those what back to back scores. Um, I think Texas State had. Let's see here. Um, so. Yeah, they got the the yeah the touchdown and the field goal and then the touchdown, um, but they, I think we let off on the aggressiveness on defense, and they I mean that obviously they capitalized on it, but they took advantage they took advantage of it. Yeah, of it. I mean, but 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 the secondary like on those two plays like you had the one. Um, I think it was this. Well, I just think that when you do that, you make your secondary play that much harder, right? Because it's it's one thing to cover a receiver for two seconds. But when you only rush three and the guy can sit there and stand in the pocket or scramble out and get five, six, seven, eight seconds to look around, the receivers, they're going to find a hole somewhere in your zone. But it was that it was that last touchdown, Cody. That last touchdown, you had yeah. you had the, the McBride pass to Drew Jackson – Right for twenty nine yards, um, literally it looked like after like we 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 flushed we flushed him from the pocket right. He threw uh, he throws that pass, um, you know he's he's contested. Um, once he throws that pass, I don't know if it, if they thought there was a penalty or what it was, but it seemed like our secondary just froze. They froze and like it like literally our 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 uh, I guess it was probably our safety I don't, I don't know who was in coverage there um, stopped he just stopped dead in his tracks and <laughs> let the guy catch it oh yeah, yeah, yeah and and yeah, and, yeah, and then yeah. the next play twenty four yard pass um, and from McBride to um, charade uh, hopefully I'm saying that right. But uh, and and again, the guy in coverage just kind of gave up on the play. I mean, it, you know, it, it was just wide open. Oh, that was the one he was wide just open, wide yeah. open in the end zone. So that two back to back passes there, it, it just kind of seemed like what what has happened? Like there was just like a lapse, you know. And oh yeah. well, you had also two the special or the the fourth and one play or on when what earlier in the game in which we were trying to put the ball, and we get the delay of game. And it's online as being rumored that you hear Chad Lunsford saying, "What? What are we doing here?" Um. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, you're right. There's a few times in this game in which it seemed like there was complete confusion as to what was happening. That instance, and then, you know, you had a, an opportunity where I think it was kind of fourth and one. You could have maybe probably faked it or gone for it, whatever you want to do. But you get the delay of game. It's fourth and six. You got to put the ball up to him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think game management. I think just like th- th- there was several times throughout this game where there were just lapses in judgment, and it almost bit us in the butt. I mean, I almost did. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know really what else to say, <laughs> you know, about this game. I mean, well, it's kind of weird, right? Like he, we made this comment before we get on here, you know. For a team to score forty points, the the fan base is pretty upset about the offense. Um, and then I look at we just gave up thirty eight points, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I don't I don't feel all that concerned about the defense so long as they continue their aggressive mentality in getting after the quarterback. Now, next week's game is a little bit different since it's Army, right? But again, you still got App Georgia State. Florida Atlantic, those teams are going to throw the ball. Those teams are going to have multiple formations and, and looks and can be pretty balanced on, on both ends of the offense. So, I mean, I think that as long as the defense stays aggressive, I'm not really too concerned about the defense. Yeah. I don't know how you no, feel. No, no, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I think I think of those two phases, I mean, yeah, obviously I'm more concerned with the offense. I mean, and I, I think – I mean, we we knew coming into this game, Texas State wasn't a great defensive team. We knew they could put up points. We said that, but they've had a lot of points scored against them. They have a extremely young defense. They have an extremely young secondary. They've gone through so many quarterbacks and safeties. They've got like scout team players playing. You know, they're basically us on the offensive line from last year, right? I mean, they they just. They're, you know, like Spavitol was, uh, I watched his uh, press conference before the game. And I mean, some of those guys, like, they don't even know their names almost. You know, <laughs> like, it's, a, I mean, <laughs> honestly, because it's just kind of like next man up. They've had so many different uh, players play this year, start this year. Um, so it's it's not, and, and, and yeah, and, and uh, primarily we ran the ball. So, I mean, I guess that doesn't really fall on, they're secondary, but they don't have a good defense, um, which is contrary to kind of their teams in the past. You know, they're more of an offensive team this year, but but we but these th- this team is a team that we always play this way. It is. I feel it like is. Every game it's that always close. With them, it's it always. I don't think a, they've ever. Yeah, close. I don't know if there's ever been one where it's been over one score. Well, the first time we played them in that in that. Uh, playoff game that gets Seawalk. Oh, fired. okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that. I, I'm talking about, like, since being a Sunbelt Conference member. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, it, it they always play as close. And, yeah, you know, normally, I mean, going back to that one game where it was, like, 15 to 13 or to 12 or whatever it was, usually it's kind of a defensive battle. This one obviously wasn't. It was kind of a shootout. But, I, I mean, I think you and I both kind of expected it. Um, but, I... I, I not the shootout, but I expected a close game. I expected a close game. I didn't expect maybe forty points from us. But again, if if you no, it it's kind of wild. I was sitting there thinking, like, man, if you'd asked me if we score forty points, do we win? I'd be like, oh yeah, well, we win by hundred. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, but you and then you see you how we, we get give there. up thirty eight yeah, points right. and then we lose. You know, I would say we would yeah. lose. Yeah, because because the thing is, is like how how it happened is you know with with all the turnovers, five turnovers in the game, them throwing the three interceptions, um, all happening early, right? 
and uh, yeah. with, with the you know the the muffed uh, punt and, and getting good field position there, like we were gift wrapped opportunities to put that game away early on, and we just didn't take advantage of it. I mean, that's what it comes down no. to. Um, and you just you can't do that against better teams. You can't. I mean, uh, again, we we said Texas State is they're a very very good one nine team. I mean, they are. And they're 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 close to being. I I mean, give them a year or two, and I think they're a bowl team. And then give them you know two or three years, and I think they're a contender. I, I'm not saying they're going to win the West, but I mean they're they're a contender in the Sun Belt. They are. Um, They'll be competitive. Yeah, yeah you know, like like I said, I figured they had they had three games left coming into our game, us Arkansas State and Coastal. I said I would not be surprised if they win at least one of those games. Yeah, and they I, almost they, they almost they, they almost, almost did, did and I think that statement's still true. I think that statement's still true. I think they beat. I I, I I I I agree with you. I think they they win one of those games. I'm glad it wasn't against us, I, but I, I I think they beat one of those teams. I do. I I think they upset special. So, yeah. Um, I guess now we can move to Army. Let's talk about that. Um, and they got blew out by they two did. Did did you see that special teams play that they completely muffed up? I did. I yeah. I I, I watched that. Yeah, it was bad. That was, it was really bad. <laughs> I don't think they do that against us. They won't. Next week. So so what's interesting about this? You know, it, it it's going to be an interesting matchup. Obviously, we we know the storylines. We don't have to go through that. Munkin's there. They kind of know what we do. We know what they do. Who? Who's there? Uh, Jeff Munkin, right? Jeff Munkin's his Munkin? name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Munkin's there. They, 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 we, we know each other. We know, and and the the fact that they just played Tulane concerns me a little bit. I know Tulane's not exactly the same offense that we have, but they do obviously have our whole coach. They have some influences of what we do. I think we probably, uh, you and I, Cody, uh, you know, aspire to be a little bit more like Tulane in our offense, maybe being a little bit more balanced. I mean, At least scoring, scoring points more wise. points. Um, you know, they beat uh, they, they beat Army by throwing the football. I mean, they, they they did. They were balanced. They you know they had around two hundred each, um, but throwing the ball made a huge difference. Um, obviously, that you know that. Uh, Muff special teams play <laughs> did, did did as well. Um, certainly didn't help things. Uh, but that was like it was bad. Football it bad. was really bad. It was really <laughs> bad. Was but I mean, it this game's just really interesting because we were solid against the run, but we haven't obviously played a triple option team yet. I don't think. Yeah, we haven't played. I, okay, so we haven't played a team this good at running the football since Coastal. Correct. All right, and, you know, you look at the teams that really can run the football really well. Louisiana, I thought we did pretty well against. They only scored 20. Coastal, I thought we did really good we against. We did. Only scored 28, and, our, and that wasn't really running. Yeah. That was that was mainly passing. No, no, and, and – on top of that, our defense getting gassed because our offense just couldn't get anything going, especially in that second half. Um, 
so and then you look at like the last three teams that we played, South Alabama, I don't think they, they really had anything. They had 64 yards rushing. You look at Troy, they had uh, 34 yards rushing. And I think Texas State even 30, had 30, yeah. That. They had 30, uh, I think. 30. So you're talking about – and South Alabama has a really good running back. So, I mean, three teams – we dominated them in terms of our rush defense. It will be interesting to see. My feeling about this game has always been I take our defensive front seven over anybody's rushing game seven days Yeah, a week. I do too. So, And I feel that game. I, st- I still feel that way against Warren. I agree. To, to, to me, this game comes down on both sides of the ball to passing. It does. To me, it's who passes the ball better, which obviously Army didn't do very well against Tulane. We didn't do very well against Texas State. We have done well in, in games past. but and, and I know running, obviously, is our bread and butter. But to me, honestly, the passing game is what's going to win or lose this game. I, I like like who if 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 if, 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 Arm, if Army can connect on a couple passes, if we can connect on a couple passes, I think that is the difference in this game. I think they will. I think Mate, we're both going to shut know. each other down running the football. I'm not saying that that means that we pass the ball 20 times. Okay, I'm just saying who's more efficient in the passing game. That's going to be the difference in the game. I don't know. I don't know. I'm telling you. I'm telling you because Tulane, Tulane passing the football, that's what made the difference. It is. And and I don't, I'm not saying that we have to be Tulane and we can stick to our bread and butter, but it's it's connecting on those passing plays like we did earlier in the season. Like we, like we were able to do against Louisiana, like, we, you know, like uh, – against UMass, you know, like, like we, we, we have to be able to hit those like intermediate passing routes, maybe the occasional big play. If we can get those, I think we can get them on our heels to establish the run game and win this game. But, you know, and, and, and same goes with them. Like, I, I think ultimately we'll, we'll probably shut them down for the most part or contain them running the ball. But you know we, we better, better. But yeah, if we don't, it's gonna be a long, long day. But uh, throwing it, I mean, they, they can, they can. They they're obviously not great at, it, but they can throw it. So like, if 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 and, and Munkin knows us, right? So I mean, like, like he he. Well, it's the it's the game against like teachers versus yeah. student, right? Because you have Munkin and Lunchford, right? They you know Lunchford coach under him for a season and then you uh, for those who don't know Nate Woody is a defensive coordinator at Army who was a longtime defensive coordinator at App State where Sloan's from and Sloan coached under for for a while so you know this is you know it's almost like who who can who who's going to win this game the teachers or the students yeah you know history would say, you know you look at a lot of those teachers. games and a lot of times the teachers, teachers end up yeah teachers yeah it's always gonna be um, saving over. over see, camping. this is this is yeah, exactly. Um, I I understand your your thought on who's more efficient in the passing game in 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 regards to the army game. I don't think it's so much that. I think it's can we actually utilize Kennedy? Yeah, 
I, I think I think he only had 15 touches in this game, and that's five to ten touches too less. Or, it is. Or, he, he, especially with J.D. King out, he needs to begin at least 18 to 20 a game. And again, and again, so, he was like eight to nine in the first half. He got several in the yeah. second half, but it was almost kind of like in like desperation mode at that point. Like get him the ball early and often and let him establish it, you know, and, and like get him in better position to make plays too. Yeah. I would, I would force army to show us that they can stop Kennedy. And if they can't, then I would just feed Kennedy the ball, especially get him on the outside perimeter in space. If they don't have anything for that, then I keep on giving yeah. it to him. Um, you know, this is, you know, it's one of those things in which if we lose the game, it doesn't really affect us in terms of conference standings, I guess. But at this point, we're not really probably going to be in contention for the championship at all. Um, but I really would like to win this game just on, on in terms of it would be – I think it would feel good in the sense that, you know, Munkin did leave us for Army. You know, it would be good to be like, you know what, you shouldn't have left us, you know. But uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how to read this game, especially the way that this Tulane and Army game played out. I don't know how. I don't know how I feel about it. I don't want to get my hopes up. Yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting, Cody. I mean, I I I think I think them playing Tulane might might be one of the worst things that that could have happened to us, honestly. Because <laughs> um, because I, I I think it kind of sets them up a little bit where they're gonna be kind of used to what we're going to try to do um and and as you said so many connections there but we should be used to what they're going true. to true it's going to be a sense. chess match which, which is which is why i think the outlier there is the passing game because that's the one thing that i think lately it hasn't been great for us it just hasn't um but i think if we can establish that i think that's going to be the difference of the game uh, you know, I I, I think be. most people are expecting I, this know, to be a two-hour-long game. It's going to be just nothing but yeah. dives up the middle, and like you know, who <laughs> who can get that one like home run play or that one big break to like you know kick a couple of field goals. But it, I I I think if we can establish a passing game early, we can build a lead and then turn to a run game to build some clock and do all that kind of stuff time of possession and and yeah. uh, you know force them to throw you know put them in, in a position to force them to throw maybe make a mistake get an interception get a fumble get a sack um get field position score more points i i, I really think that's how you kind of establish this game gotcha well as you were talking I, you know you mentioned outlier i think toughness I honestly think who's going to be the tougher team. Well, if, if that's the case, it's Army. <laughs> like, uh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, but I mean, you have to in order to beat them, you have to be tougher than they are. You know, I mean they they had their bad game. I mean, let's be honest. I think I think this Tulane deal this past week is 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 their one. You know, they're they're uh oh. You know, they're just right. They just had it, a it's, terrible it's game by far. I mean, you you look you look at the score. I'm like. I mean, they played Cincinnati correct, pretty well. Correct. They played. They held Cincinnati under under yeah, thirty twenty-four points. to ten. I mean, they they played them probably better than anybody, right? And like, and they were actually beating Cincinnati they were, for a while. And there. and you look at their scores, and they're they're kind of hard to like 
wrap your mind around, right? Judge because they beat the Citadel by like exactly, five. Yeah. Uh, Citadel. Well, but again, <laughs> that's a triple option team, right? So you know, you yeah. know what you're getting, and then just talent, talent overwhelm. You know, talent uh, takes a the cake there. But fourteen and nine. <laughs> what was that? Takes saying? a cake. <laughs> you said talent takes a cake. Yeah, you know, you're talking about the army has more talent right. than Citadel. Okay, All that's right. what I was I'm trying to say. Um, yeah, talent okay. talent wins out. Talent wins out. That's what I was trying to get to. There it okay. is. Um, so yeah, four, 14 <laughs> to nine is late. Um, <laughs> four, 14 to nine, uh, they beat the Citadel. You got UTSA. Obviously, that that's a team that used to be really bad. They've had a better year this year. Um, Twenty eight to sixteen, they killed Mercer. Forty nine to three. Earlier in the year, like opponents, ULM thirty-seven to seven, blow them out of the water. Middle Tennessee State opened the year forty-two nothing. Um, Abilene Christian fifty-five twenty-three. But yeah, so the the really the only close games they've had: Cincinnati, Citadel, um, lost. Obviously, Cincinnati beat the Citadel, but. It's, I don't know. I, 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 I really think this like two lane game was that like, I don't want to say outlier, but it, it, I, I think it took a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, I was surprised by that two lane game. That, that, that shocked me a little bit. Um, you know, maybe Lunsford will call up Willie and be like, "Hey, man, what'd you do?" <laughs> One could only hope, right? I mean, but, but. <laughs> but but again, I mean that's my thing is like I just I don't see Munkin losing two games in a row, or at least not losing like that. Like it's it's gonna be if if we win this game, it's gonna be another close game. It's gonna be another nail batter. Now obviously that was at yeah. Tulane, and then going up to West Point. I just I mean if 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 we're gonna win this game, unfortunately, it's gonna be another cardiac Eagles. I mean it's 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 gonna be another close game. It is. It, it just. I. I just. I, I don't see any scenario where we win this game by more than two scores. I just don't. I. I mean. I. I hope we do, but I. I just. I. I really don't. Do you see any game that we have the rest of the season in which we we win by more than two scores, with the opponents that we have? Possibly Georgia State, depending on what Georgia State team shows up. It, I don't even. What Georgia know. State team shows up and what what Georgia Southern team shows up. That's that's the difference there. If if we show up just ready like we did like we did last year. Like Georgia State was a good team last year. I mean they came in same record as us, right? And we the quarterback was he on was, one leg. Yeah, he was hobbled. But <laughs> but like I, I I think I think our players get up for that game. So I I, I, th- I think if we're in the right mindset for that game, I think that could be a lopsided victory if we're ready for it. But anyone else? No, not really. I, I think FAU is, you know, I, I think they're going to be more up for that game than probably we are. And, you know, Army, you'd hope that we'd be up for that game. Um, App State, same thing. <sighs> yeah, I think, I think. The rest of the season, all these games are at least three out of four will be, I think, games that we're very excited and will be up for. FAU, I'm still kind of iffy about. I don't know how we'll feel about that, especially with 
we got App State on the 12th, right. correct? So that may be a game in which we're looking ahead. Yeah. And and that we, we we're And there's no reason to because I mean as as much trouble as Florida Atlantic has had this year with COVID and stuff, I mean obviously they're a conference champion, they're they're a good football team. So you can't overlook them. Um, but yeah, I, I could see that. I I could totally see that. So I mean I, yeah. I think that kinda turns into a trap game. I don't think Army is a trap game. I think we'll be ready for them. And, like, I know some people are worried about us. I mean, I mean, we, we, we said Texas State obviously could be a trap game. It was probably the one true trap game on the on the schedule this year. But, and, and, and honestly, I don't, I don't think it even turned into that. I think just, you know, we, we did no, us, right? No, yeah. I actually think we were, I think we were up for we that were, game. We were, yeah. Um, but it, I mean, that was like I said, that was just a wild game, just in general. That was just a. Really it was sloppy at times. It was on both both yeah. sides of the ball. Uh, both teams just it was it was sloppy at times. But so so I don't think we were necessarily looking ahead to Army. So when we go into, I mean, I guess that's promising. Like you know, when we go into that, hopefully we'll be up for that and and maybe be mad that Texas State was so close, right? But at the same time. Army's going to be mad. Army's going to be mad that they lost to Tulane like that, right? Yeah. So, like, there and then and, and they get to return home and, and host us. And, you know, I'm sure Munkin will make it clear that, you know, probably the history there and stuff. And, I mean, he, he, he knows who we are. And so, do we play the Jeff Munkin, we're Georgia Southern, we're supposed to win like thing <laughs> this week to, to, to get us motivated? Like, look, this is their coach. He knows we're supposed to win. Uh, he knows we're no, going to win this game. that's chintzy, man. Like, I mean, it, it, it is. It is. <laughs> I, I mean, that was against Navy, obviously. But, like, I uh, – if, if if I was Jeff Monk and I'd be like, we're Army. We, we're supposed to win. We should win, we should win this game. <laughs> I, I, I Like in the night. I don't, I don't know. I, I think – I'm I'm telling you, I think I think this game we flip it on his head and like we really we embrace the passing game. But I really think do. So? I think, think this is, is it. You think we just I really, it out. I, I I man, if we lose and that's what we do, people I are gonna lose. I think we air it out. Now the the way we've the way we've passed it the last couple of weeks. No, I mean because it it just hasn't worked. It just hasn't worked. I, I don't I know if it's blocking. That, I don't know if it's shy, say, but like think. the way we did earlier in the season, yes. If we could establish that, absolutely. That's what we have to do. And then you let your your run game carry you. You establish that lead, and then you pound it down the throat. I think you. I think you go with the girl that brought you to the dance. I think you got to keep with your run game. That dual option stuff's not going to work against Munkin, man. Well, the 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 slow the slow developing rollout pitch thing they're they're too disciplined for that. They just are. There's there's no way that's gonna work. I mean they're they're gonna read that we're gonna have so many three and outs in this game if we if we well, stick see, with that we're gonna have know. so many three and outs, Cody. We are. If their 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 offensive line their defense like oh, it's 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 not. They're they're gonna know what we're doing. I mean, you know, strength wise, they're gonna be on. We're gonna know what we're gonna it know what is. Doing. I, I I told my dad it's gonna be a thirteen and ten game. 
This game's probably going to ultimately end 13 out of 10 if we do what I think we're going to do. However, I think if we embrace the passing game and try to hit them, and and again, I'm not saying that doesn't mean just like throw it deep seven times, you know, in the game and and pray. I, I think like actually develop like we did against UMass, like we did against Louisiana, like we did in the first half against Coastal, like intermediate passing game, if we can establish that early on to help set up the run, I think we could win. Hold on. I'm looking up what the, the weather is going to be cold. on Saturday for this football game. we cold. Well, I know it's going to be like, cold. Really cold. I'm just trying to see if there's going to be snow. Not too bad. Not too bad. 37 uh, mid 50s. No. Okay. Mid 50s. We play we play um we play at noon on yeah. Saturday. Mid 50s at noon? November. I don't know if it's going to be at noon. It's just it's the highest 57. Mm. And it's right now it shows as as being sunny. So that's good. All I, right, I, so, somewhere you know, in the 50s you know, probably then by noon. Yeah, so you wouldn't want to. I was gonna. That's actually really good for us, you know. Now, if we we're gonna go up there and it's like snowing and everything like that, I'd be like, I don't right. know how this right, is right, gonna right. turn out, you know. But mid fifty, sunny, you know, yeah, that's um, it's about that, the best that, case, that, that, best that case in our favor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I don't know. I look. My thinking. My thinking is 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 just. Their defensive line, you know, is probably going to be smaller than our offensive line. Let's just lean on them and run Logan Wright straight down their throat. Logan Wright's a great running back. He is. And and see if they can stop him. And if he's turning out five, six, eight yards a carry, then just keep on feeding Logan Wright. And then once when they overload, then it's the Wesley Kennedy show. And let him just turn on his afterburners and get to the edge and burn them. Yeah. So I mean, I I I understand why it's tempting to go to the passing game. I just don't have confidence in it unless it's short passing. Well, no, I'm I'm, I'm saying short but, passing. I think that's what we need to do to help open up the run. I I think we should open with that, and then help that like up tempo. But see, that gets me to like the coastal game, man. That's what we try to do with coastal. Yeah, it worked. Right? It worked early to, on. Yeah, it did. It worked not, not later on because we didn't we didn't uh, keep it up. We weren't consistent with it. I just think we. I mean, I don't know. I have. I don't know. I, I, I don't. I, I don't I, get paid the the six I, figures to to I just, figure I out just, these I, answers. So I, I, don't I, know. I just don't see us beating Army running dives. I just I, or or the dual option pitch. I, we're 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 not. We're just not going to beat Army doing that. I'm sorry, we're not. So like we we got to figure out something else. Um, again, Tulane did not beat them running the football. They beat them passing it, and I I, I think our defense is going to hold them. But I don't think we can rely on field goals. I don't think we can rely on winning a a thirteen ten game, a ten seven game, a seventeen fourteen game, whatever it is. We we've got to figure out a way to like build a lead, force them into uncomfortable situations, and, and to play calls they're not wanting to do. I mean that's 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 the key. 
I don't know, man. Tulane ran ran for 5.3 yards per rush. They ran for 171 they yards did. on them today. You don't think that we can beat them running the ball? They also threw for 200 yards. Yeah, two touchdowns came from rushing, two touchdowns right. came from Balanced. passing. They we had to I'm I'm not saying throw the ball 50 times, Cody. But, but Tulane, I'm I'm saying we had to have we we can't we can't throw for 50 yards and beat Army. We can't. We can't. I'm sorry, we can't. But uh, we can't because if we throw for 50 yards, we're not rushing for 300 yards. Not against Army, we're not. We're not. That's my point. We have. I'm. I'm not saying. I'm not saying we have I to be. Know. I just we, feel like we should. I feel like we should. We just don't have to be as can. balanced as Tulane, but we've we've got to establish some semblance of a passing game to like open up everything else, open up our base offense. That's what we have to do. My my only concern with that is that when you get away from what your bread and butter is, then you're gonna put yourself in uncomfortable situations that I don't know. I mean, obviously it gets to obviously it gets execute. to a point where you have to abandon it. So like if it's not working early on, then you can go back to the run game. By that point But at what point are you gonna be down? Are you I mean, ho- be down the score? Ho- like, like hopefully you not. I mean you're not like going for it on a fourth down and stuff. I mean, yeah, you have a couple three and outs. You gotta trust your defense. Gotta trust your front seven. Because if I'm Army and I'm coming out, if 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 Georgia Southern is coming out passing, and they have, you know, let's say two, three straight, three and outs, right? Um, Army is probably still running their offense. Muckin's still gonna run the triple option. He's he's running flex bone triple option. No matter what, no. That's it until you can stop it, right? So like, I don't think it changes anything on our side from the offensive side, if if we come out passing, it doesn't work, and we give them the ball a couple of times, they're still going to run the ball. They're still going to do the same thing they're going to do regardless, right? I mean, that's that's how I look at it. But if you come out passing the ball and they're like, oh, we were expecting, uh, expecting dives to Logan Wright or whatever, but here's two back-to-back, like, big strike touchdown passes or – you know, here's some like slant routes to Kennedy or whatever. You know, twenty yards, eighteen yards, thirty-six yards, or you know, whatever. And you know, we we go up that way. I think it it throws the whole game plan for a loop. Maybe, maybe. All I'm looking at is that I think we've had one game in which the passing game has been halfway decent, and that was Louisiana. Yeah. You know. In the last three to four games, our rushing attack has been really well. Which they have a pretty good really, defense. Really good. So I mean, I I think I think that's I think that's something to. I think we have to lean. I, to me, this game hinges on leaning on our front seven. If our front seven on defense, hundred yeah, percent, takes care of it, then 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 we win. If they don't, then we're. But I'm be telling you, cover. the the offense that's helps why, that though, Cody, because like if we can come out and build a lead, establish a lead early. Then it put it forces them in a situation where we can be more aggressive, and either force them to pass or force them to do some things. Even if they're just running their base, we can you know get in a couple stops. They're going to be in panic mode. I mean, it's like 
I, I think the key is not to grind this one out. I think the key is to get up early as quickly as possible. At that point, I agree with. I just think we have different ways of getting there. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, it's it's going to be a fun one to watch, hopefully. I mean, you know, it's obviously all the history there. It is. I... I I make no secret about it. I am I am a huge fan oh, yeah. of Jeff Monkey. We we both are. And we both are. I I I love the way that he commands leads the his program. Teams. Yes. Yes. I love the way that he do, that he it's not just that he expects toughness, but he demands it and not just like a little bit of toughness and a little bit of effort. It's like you have to be really really tough 100% of the time. Thick skin, hard—I mean, just hard nose, just a whole nine yards. I, I am a huge Jeff Munkin fan. I, I hated it when he had to go. I understood oh, yeah. why he went. I understand. I mean, hell, you know, anybody offers you that much money to go coach another football program, you're going to take it. Um, but, and and for and for what he did for our football program, coming after the Brian Van Gorder and for Hatcher and to step in and and completely. Revitalize the program, yeah. The lowest, the the lowest point that it had been, and took us to the semifinals of the FCS football playoffs. Can and then do it three years in a row. It completely, completely, just, I mean, and then beat Florida to end his end his career here. I mean, there's not enough good things that you can say about that man and what he did for us and. You can ultimately say that really our success in fourteen and fifteen is a large oh, part yeah. due to him. And his no no staff. question, no question. You know, Fritz and Ruse and Atkins and all them and Aiken and all of them. You know, obviously they deserve a lot of credit, obviously because they were the coaches at the time. But Munkin developed those building blocks and that foundation and and built it layer upon layer to when when Fritz and company got here. It wasn't like they had to completely come in here and 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 teach fundamentals or look at certain things. And say, oh man, they, this didn't, um, this wasn't as coached as well as what we were hoping for. I mean, they were able to hit the ground running, and you saw the fruits of that in fourteen. Um, especially when you had a young sophomore quarterback, a you know you had no idea who you were going to throw at at running back, whether it be Breida or Ransby or whoever that was in contention to to win that job. At, that season um i mean munkin to me you know you look at great georgia southern coaches you know like obviously irks number one paul johnson's number two and i think munkin's three i mean i know i know he didn't win a national championship and i know that that stowers did but i put munkin i, above I think him. most people would agree with you i i, I really do I, I i don't think anyone is really gonna question what Munkin meant to our program, what he did for our program, what, you know, that transition year, what he... He demanded the winning he did. I excellence mean, te- here. I mean, we just yeah. talked about the quote earlier in the in the, in the the podcast. I mean, you know, we're just not... We're I mean, he... I mean, I don't think people understood how bad 06 through 09 was unless you went through it, it like we did. Really, really bad. As students. But, but, but it was a it breath was of fresh air for him to come in. And I, I, yeah, I, I think most people 
alumni students, what have you, will agree that, yeah, Munkin just, I mean, you, yes, he had, had his shortcomings, obviously, like against North Dakota State and the playoffs and ability to win those games. But, again, the, the turnaround that he was able to do with the players he had to bring in the players he had to set us up so well for FBS football and, again, like you said, ultimately – you know, lead us into the FBS and allow for that 2014 kind of miracle season. I mean, that, that, a lot of that falls on Munkin. It does. It does. And, and, and yeah, yeah. so I, I don't think any, I mean, there's nothing but respect there. And yeah. And, oh, and no. so it's just going to be hopefully a fun game to watch because, like you said, student teacher, but it just, uh, I don't know. I mean, like history, history tells us it's not always a good matchup for the, for the student. And, and we'll, we'll, no. we'll see. I mean, and at the, at the very least, hopefully it will be a, a, maybe a teaching moment, you know, a lesson learned for, for Lunsford and company, you know, if, if, if it does go awry, but hopefully it, you know, it doesn't and <laughs> we're able to get the win. And yeah, I, I just, um, <clears throat> I don't know. It's. I really want to win this game, but you know, at the same time, you can kind of look at games and see, okay, this is how they're going to kind of turn out. This is how they should turn out. This one, I, I, as much as I know what Munkin's going to do, and he, and we kind of know what probably we're going to do coming into this game, I have no idea how this is going to play out. Yeah, I mean, I like I my really my don't. my best prediction would be that thirteen ten. Even ten seven, maybe like seventeen fourteen. Yeah, I feel like there's gonna. It's be gonna a be of, a lot of three yeah. and outs. It's gonna be maybe some turnovers, bad reads, bad pitches, some fumbles. Maybe both teams get a little pass happy, throw some interceptions. I think I think it could be a sloppy game, um, or if 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 our defense, because again we're good against run, we haven't played the option, so like that's what. Munkin does that's what army does you know so like if 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 they're able to run that to perfection it could be bad you know it it, it doesn't matter how good our front seven is if if they're not really ready to stop the like flex bone option it's gonna be a problem yeah and i hope that we're not overconfident in thinking that well because we've seen it since spring ball then we know how to stop the option this is a completely different option than what than what we run here obviously um and like and you're absolutely correct if you're not prepared for this you'll be you'll be down three four scores before you even know it um and and no way to come back i mean uh man i ooh. I'm I'm really nervous about this game. I am too. I, I really mean, I, I feel better after I'm really winning nervous. against Texas State. I would have felt obviously a lot a lot worse if if we were coming in after losing that game. But well, yeah, I think it's the way that we won is. tonight. If if we would have actually Close it out if we by, would actually by two or three Texas touchdowns, out, and sure, yeah, yeah, you feel more confident. Well, but I would even say I said if the first half if we'd have been up like twenty eight seven thirty five seven right. like we should have been. Um. And really, really took care of business in that first half. I'd been like, you know what? I feel really confident going into this Army game. But the way that it turned out, the way that their game turned out, you know, they expect excellence. You know, it's Army. 
these young men are not just athletes, but these are future leaders and in one of the most difficult, you know, jobs in the world in leading men in war. And, you know, they're going to, they're going to be prepared. They're going to, and they're going to want to come back and, and, and win this battle that they have coming up against us. They're not going to take losing lightly. Um, and I guarantee you that, that this week coming up, they're going to be put uh, to the fire for their performance this past week against Tulane. And they're going to be, they're going to come out ready to beat us. Let's just put it that way. No, I, I, it's, you know, it's, it's, I, I really don't know what, what else to add to it, to be honest with you. Like, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Like, it's just, yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I think special teams could, could come into the play. I think, you know, the passing game again. Um, Munkin's going to have the team ready. He is. So it's going to ultimately come down to how ready we are. And we've talked about us being ready in games. I'm not sure if we were fully. I don't, again, I don't think we were looking past this team tonight, but there were times where, yeah. No, we were ready. We just, it gets back to the point that we didn't close it out when we had the opportunity to. And that's been the theme all season. You look at Louisiana, you look at, um, oh goodness, um, what? Uh, when I, I was gonna say Campbell, but no, we we kind of held on to our teeth in that one. Um, but Louisiana in this game, and then a couple other, but yeah, you know, closing it out when you have the opportunity to put a game yeah. away. That right. that's the thing. And we can't we can't mess that up against Army because yeah, they'll well, make okay. us pay. If we have the opportunity to put up to get up by three or four scores and we don't do it and we settle for field that's goals. That's what they live for. That's what that's that what Munkin and Army and teams like Army live for, right? I mean it like is is not capitalizing on opportunities and then capitalizing off of those uncapitalized opportunities. I mean that's that, that I mean it is. Yeah. So like like take and he's not going to give us no, extra opportunities. No, they're not. They're not. And over. and like with 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 yeah with Texas State, you can't uh, you you can't count on the roughing the passer calls. You can't count on right like like these kind of things. Like you you have yeah you you just got to beat them. You can't you can't you can't rely on these yeah. other like external factors. You just have to beat them. That's why that's why that's why I'm saying that we have to stick with our bread and butter. That if we try to do something that we're not fully comfortable with, it's, it's as not, far as it's like not fully comfortable the passing with what game. we've done in the past. So if we're able to do it in the past, we should ultimately be able to do it against Army, who's not great at stopping the pass. So if 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 like if if we can do it, fine. If not, then change your game plan. Maybe put in a different quarterback. But like you know, like I I just I think we've exhibited that we can throw the ball effectively. We just, you know, if, if it's not working, it's not working, but I, I don't think that we should just come out with three dies or come out with like the dual option or whatever. Cause I, I, I just don't see that wor- like working ultimately against army. I just, gotcha. I just don't. I, I, I think, I think, maybe we get a first down or two. Maybe we're able to run some clock, but 
I, that's not the way we beat them. Like if if I feel like that is playing into their game. I feel like I feel like doing the time of possession, you know, three yards and cloud of dust type deal. That is their game. That's what they do. And and nine times out of ten, they're gonna beat you if you're trying to do that to them, right? So I I feel like we should do what they're not expecting and pass the football. And and then once we build a lead, then we run the ball and do all that other stuff. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, we're the, last time uh, Cody and I checked, our, our last name is not the best or Roos or, or Lunsford or Sloan or, or Sloan, any of that. So uh, we have no idea as always, um, and we and we will see <laughs> uh, what happens. But. Um, I guess yeah. With, with that, Cody, uh, you know, hopefully we get the seven wins. Hopefully we get a win against uh, Munkin, which would be great. But uh, it, it, it. I, I think, I think if That'd anything, it's gonna be a, hopefully a fun game to watch. Uh, a lot of nostalgia there for sure. Um, a lot of a uh, lot of ties. Uh, a lot of storylines. But um, you know, and uh, yep. until then, as always, Hill Southern. Hail Southern. Thank you for listening to Gotta Talk. Be sure to visit our website, gottatalk.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Gotta Talk Podcast for more news and coverage of Georgia Southern football. Reach out with questions, share your thoughts, or suggest topics on our social media channels or by emailing us at gattatalkpodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, Eagle Nation, Gotta and Hail Southern. Thank uh-huh.